Do you guys want last week's gaming news from five guys you've never heard of? It's Wednesday and Game Night is now. I'm joined by uh, an even more esteemed panel of colleagues. Flippin' sweet himself, Jeff. Hello, sir. Steve, back after a two-week hiatus. Hello. Max. He looks rested. Had to wake up early to watch a Pokemon Direct, so he's probably tired. Yep. And uh, he had so much fun, he came back for a third week, Mayan. Hey, Dan, thanks for having me. Really oh, great to be here. Thank <laughs> thanks, <God>. Poochie. <laughs> so we had... Uh... We'll start out. Hey, Steve, how, how was your little vacation? I gotta see if my wife's listening. It was mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> she can watch the VOD. Did that... you uh, Did you get a chance to play any video games while you were on vacation? Very little. Um, it was... I hate this term, but it was a staycation. We had family yeah. come down from Michigan, so yeah, you had the opposite of a vacation. Wow, you had family come to stay term. with you. You had stress. I, I know. So, I mean, we did. Isn't that better than going to your in-laws, though? No, because I'd rather go to Michigan. And when we do that, we get, usually get to. Do That's a the fun first time anybody's ever said that. Yeah, I had yeah. fun in. Detroit I'd much rather I'm... sleep in my own bed than uh, my in-laws' bed. Yeah, I don't care for that as much, but I do like just being out of state where it's even more of a kind of get away from everything. And usually when we went, at least before we had a kid, it was like we do a lot of cool stuff. We'd go to the lakes. Um, one of my favorite places to go to up there is the Great Bear Dunes, which is the number one place that people need to be rescued from in the United States because it's just this like mirage of three miles of looks like beach and people always underestimate the actual distance and they get about halfway out don't have any water don't have anything and just get stranded and they have to get <laughs> picked up but it's a really cool place it kind of fucks with your head a little bit with uh just how everything like looks like you you look at the slope because you're standing on a wooden deck and you're like well that just looks like there's a beach 20 feet below me and you're looking at these little specks and you're like, oh, no, those are people. And this is actually a cliff that's like <laughs> 200 feet down. And it's just a really cool place to be. Um, like, we'll just go out to wineries. We'll go out we're just all over the place. And So the, the moral of the story is you didn't get to do any of this shit. <laughs> you didn't do any fun things. You stayed home. <laughs> no, we, I mean, we went to Hershey Park. I got to go on the Scrambler with my two-year-old, which basically just sucked her to my leg. And I'm sitting there having a blast. And she's just going... I hate this. It sucks. <laughs> the torturing children is fun. Well, we went on the the um, uh, the tilt a whirl, and we went around a few times, and she was loving that. But um, yeah, overall, it was like it was good. It was a good recharge. But usually, when I do a vacation, I want like I want to get away. I want to go. I can, to a beach I can tell you're week. coming into this week's podcast with tons of energy. Yeah, he does seem awake, alert. Uh, I've. He's I'm in his rope, though. Magic. You know, come on. He's in his rope. Mahan, He's did you ready. play any video games this week? Uh, yeah. Uh, mostly PUBG, Skyrim. Yeah, that's about it. Cool, cool. I got, started a new game on Monday called uh, Calculus-Based Physics. <laughs> it's, uh, it's pretty fun. It is fun. The, the Calc 1 is fine the when you get into the uh sequences which is usually calc two that's uh that's that's rough yeah that's gonna be next semester max anything no pokemon PUBG next jeff <laughs> so i'm just tinkering around with some of this guy of five still i got into a little bit of a rut where i'm like i don't i beat my 11th game of the year and i was like who do i play now it's not like i have anything to choose from back there uh, so I ended up going back to Tales of Vesperia Definitive on the Switch. I'm having, having an okay time with that. We'll see if I stick with it. And um, pinball. I'm playing pinball all the fucking time now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think you, I think uh, we, we you just hit 50 followers. Thanks to the... Like, the right before the stream. The heroes of the Game Night Now community. But so the, you get to, you get to fill, fill out a bunch of business paperwork and file yes, tax forms with Amazon. Miracle work. No, but the most yeah. important addition this week is this. I got face that, light. That just, you can that see my that, egg that veneer. Egg head. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Well, the uh, the Mario Kart Tour beta ended today. 
I played as much of it as I could possibly to play, and I you don't think that's going to that existed. Well, it's it's done now, so <laughs> I don't know that that's going to make a lot of money. I think I think it's going to flop. Nope. There's not the hook is just not there. Mario Kart is not something that you want to pay to win. And as soon as I found out you weren't racing against real other people, it just completely lost all of its fun for me. So the uh, Killer Queen Black Beta, on the other hand, started oh, yeah, this week. And too. Man, oh day. That is a good game. So you said we're out... not allowed to stream it? Not yet, no. I found out two days later that you accused me of stealing the keys for that. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? <laughs> yeah, I got I got an email saying, here's your beta key, and here's a link that's good for three more beta keys. I'm like, that's perfect. I got three more guys that can play. And then when they tried to actually activate the keys, it said they were used up already. Yeah, it's like, I bet Steve took them all, and I'm reading this, and I'm like, there's still 40 messages. What happened? Well, I basically said uh, I bet Steve took it all so I could post that Flight of the Concords gif that I had laying around. Steve. So, oh, my God. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's good. it's a good game. You guys need to uh, install that if you haven't already, and we need to put a team together because I'm itching for you know some communication. Like Mario Kart Beta, I forgot I signed up for it until you mentioned it. I didn't yeah, realize it was uh, loaded through the Discord. Like I thought yeah. that I thought it was a Steam game. Well, it it is coming out for Steam, but they're running their beta through Discord. Seems very weird to me. Discord has a whole store. There's a there's a button that says library. It's probably really close to the side of the screen right there. If it's not the Game Night Now logo, it's not shit. I don't yeah, click on it. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had a big day today. We had our 15-minute Pokemon Direct. It's kind of like the unofficial kickoff to E3 because this is like our big first big like press conference kind of thing. Uh, 9 o'clock this morning. Max had to wake up early, like I said. And I was at work, but I stopped Nine everything so I could watch early? it. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we learned yeah. a lot. Down. Um. So let's just run down them. We started. We started out. We saw a little trailer which featured some overworld Pokemon. Yeah, it was kind of nice because uh, in the first like five seconds of the trailer, there sh there was a random encounter. So mm -hmm. after that first five seconds, I was like, "Damn it! I guess we're we're not getting the overworld Pokemon." Um, but then uh, you know, as the trailer went on, there was a uh, Pokemon walking around. So that's exactly what uh, you know, mine and I have been hoping for. I'm a little concerned, though, because they said um, the Pokemon will change depending on the weather. So mm -hmm. I'm not sure if they're always going to be out or if they're very weather dependent. Like, they're only you'll only see Pokemon walking around if it's um, snowing or raining or so whatever. It kind of, I mean, it kind of looked like a little exclamation point appeared and then you chose to in encounter the random encounter. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if, like, if it's thundering that they hide in the grass or something like that or yeah i don't know i mean we were like kind of theorizing maybe there's an option to toggle overall maybe there's Pokemon a mix, on and off. mix between the two yeah i don't know we're not really sure so obviously we'll have to uh you know look to the future to see uh but i know i know that was one of your big wish oh, list yeah. items i mean so that was, was mayan's nice. that was mayan's must have or else he's not going to purchase the game yeah that's really if there aren't any, as far as I'm concerned, that's critical failure. I mean, it is. It's a very old timey. You don't you don't see a lot of RPGs sticking with the random encounter model, and they really don't have an excuse anymore not to to have the overworld Pokemon walking around. Um, we then transitioned well, into a gym battle. Wait, before you move on, I just want to touch on the. I feel at least in the middle generation of Pokemon, the timed series of like night and day cycle was probably one of the worst aspects of those games. Uh, I would rather just, like, walk around in grass and grind out a Pokemon than have to keep fucking with my clock because I have to wait until it gets dark outside physically to go try to find a Pokemon. And the idea that now it's going to be tied to potentially night-day and, like, weather is just a, really annoying. It's a huge turn-off. I got, I got two thoughts about that. One... I'm happy you had something to contribute to a Pokemon chat. Fills me with joy. And two... Hey, uh, where'd that burger come from? He's been starving <laughs> that thing down all, all show. Uh, two, I like the idea of a weather system because it gives me a reason to go back. Usually how I play Pokemon is I go from point A to point B till I'm done. All right, well then, I'm going to break into something here. And uh, I was listening to these guys talk about World of Warcraft Vanilla. And mm -hmm. they made a point about how 
after so many years of like quality of life improvements into things there's a sacrifice to it that the more quality of life that you get in any game the the less accomplishment you feel for doing anything and i think around that point of where pokemon started to do the night and day was probably also where i started to get lazy about games where i just kind of wanted to play it and complete it without having to do so much like you know obscure grind and i think that uh, it sort of depends on how you feel about these things like yeah having multiple uh chances just through like different weather and day and night cycles to pepper more and rarer pokemon throughout the world definitely increases the lifespan and it does make it harder and if you do finally catch something where you have to do it at fucking 12 o'clock midnight on trail number 47 during the snow and a lightning crash would make you feel amazing if you actually got to capture something like that but Plus it's really gonna drag out the stream <laughs> yeah yeah it is that's like 20 years worth of content for for him but i mean so... pokemon's not supposed to be a hard game you know the game itself you level up you level over level your pokemon two levels you beat the game in like five but that, seconds. that's what i would like to see <laughs> yeah. as well is like it's a difficulty slider uh, I'm really glad you didn't it. say dynamic leveling because I freaking hate games with dynamic no. leveling. So. You could uh, play it the standard way, you know. Final Fantasy you grind, up, you grind up two levels, that's fine. What it but needs like, to have is more roguelike and... elements. <laughs> Nothing ever needs more roguelike elements. That's all I played over the weekend was uh, a roguelike. You should have um, mentioned that I, what I you think, played this weekend. Yeah, you should have. I should have. I think, I don't know, I think that I could definitely see weather affecting Pokemon spawn, but I can see weather affecting attack power more. Like, they're going to deal with that. Maybe when it's raining, electricity attacks do more damage, and when it's snowing, fire attacks do less or something like that. Have they something ever done to, that? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't feel like Pokemon. that's... I think that's part of the Pokemon Go system as of right now. Uh, Sapphire had it, because I Didn't, tried to really? drop weather kick through the again the whole time. And it, yeah. yeah, there, there are What's weather it? effects in Pokemon Go. Wasn't there, like, a weather effect that your Pokemon could do, like, a rain dance, and it would start to rain and boost all of your elemental whatevers? Was, am I just fever dreaming that, or is that a I thing? mean, you're asking the wrong two Pokemon players. <laughs> like, we're yeah. strictly versed in Gen 1 stuff alone. Well, I'm in the same fucking field, so... <laughs> Even his wife says it's in the Pokemon Go battle. She knows way better than I do, yeah. so... So, so she's the brains behind the operation. Pretty much, yeah. I'm just the doofus that sits here and plays Pokemon. He eats a sandwich on stream. Dynamax. We're talking about the one thing he talks about. Hey, a burger's not a sandwich. It's a burger. It's its own thing. We'll talk Maybe about that later. Bread. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're going to have to bring that phone back up. Dynamaxing. Dynamaxing. I keep hearing you guys say that. It sounds like a prescription. What the fuck is going on with this? It's actually Dynamax. It's their, like ultimate move type situation Steve, like, do you, uh, did you like know mega evolution yeah, kind of a rain uh, thing. i forgot they started Z doing move that or whatever the hell point. it was called in the last did you game. know of uh mega evolution steve i was aware of them when was it sun and moon started doing that yeah. because i it vaguely upsetted me when they're like oh now there's like a black version of charizard because you can mega evolve them and i was like oh well is that a thing you can do permanently and they're like for a battle, I was like, "Well, that, who gives?" For a battle, well, every I have battle. I have bad news from <laughs> yeah. you because Dynamaxing <laughs> is essentially that, but only for three moves. But it makes the Pokemon Ooh. giant. I can't wait to see like a Caterpie the size of a building. It's gonna be awesome. I saw, How big I saw a single move? frame of the new game. Is that like the giant-looking Chansey thing that they had in one of the stills? Yep. It was like a ghost chancy. Yeah, kind of red-ish tint, like some kind of digital nature, because they use like wrist communicators to like throw enormous pokeballs to to make all that happen. Yeah, I saw a um, uh, Kotaku post about how it's like there's gonna be a co-op thing, and the still picture of it was hey, hey. four idiots in front of a giant. Yeah, I, I think it's well. A chancy, speak, yeah. Speaking of of co-op, um, there's gonna be opportunities to do raid battles against these Dynamaxed Pokemon. Yeah, um, I think it's very cool that um, they're integrating like multiplayer in like a mm -hmm. one-person video game. So yeah. you know, Pokemon Go has raids that you can team up with, you know, however many people to take down those raid bosses. Now in um, 
Pokemon Sword and Shield, you can either um, have four people local, which is like insane. That's never going to happen. Um, team up against like one of these Dyna, Dynamaxing. That's just what we're going to call it from uh, now on. So you better get used to it for the next year and a half. Uh, yeah, as far as I can see, it's just ripping off a of Dark Souls here. <laughs> That's the same principle behind summoning people. This, this is game. absolutely built for streamers like you who have a community that are invested oh, yeah. in what you're doing. I feel you're like be doing this for hours. Outside of shiny hunting, my number one activity is going to be doing these raids with uh, people from you know the the chat, which I think is awesome. I did I did do a little bit of digging and there is an AI component so if you have no friends you can just do this with AI. So you're not going to be locked. <laughs> you're not going to be locked away from cuz you can catch these pokemon that you get in the raids. So yeah. And then does uh, it just turn like into a people? normal shitty version? I, I imagine so. I believe so, yeah. yeah. Nice. Can't wait. So, I mean, um, you have the option to Dynamax your pokemon whenever you want. But so it's not no, like only you're one, not allowed only to use one, them again, you know. Oh yeah later on but during the raid battle only one person per team can choose to to max to max yeah, their, I, their pokemon I think, out i think that'll add an interesting wrinkle to online battles yeah when somebody like rolls you, in with a caterpie and just like oh going going big right off the bat screw you I mean, guys like <laughs> if, if you're getting throttled and you can dynamax if you will uh no you uh, missed it dan it shouldn't be a caterpie you should have said i'm gonna Dynamax a Magikarp right off the bat. You have to go with the most useless Pokemon, not yeah. the merely useless. Oh, it's Goldeen then, hands down. Really? Yeah. No, he just hates <laughs> hunting them. It's not useless, Max. <laughs> um, so I do think uh, Dreadnought looks pretty dope. Was the he turtle? the chompy one? Yeah, the turtle. He was the like uh, Bulbasaur looking one. The 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 biting Pokemon. They actually yes. referred to him as that. Yeah, yeah it looks pretty um, cool. Speaking of of weird Pokemon, there is uh, two new legendaries, and they're wolves. And one has a sword for a face, and the other one has a or a shield for a face, and the other one just just randomly carrying a sword around. As you do when you're legendary. I'm not a fan. So I'm really like looking you. forward to how they're going to explain this because you know how Cubone they're like, oh yeah, the skull that's his mom's skull. They like they do all this like what what is that is the sword what makes him a legendary like the normal ass wolf the that he sword just found. Was from the bones of his dad. Yeah, he was born with a backstory. Well, while we're doing Dark Souls, it could be that Dark Souls boss wolf Sith. that carries Well, that's the, the yeah, thing is, the it, is that, it, is that, it is that boss. If there was somebody on Reddit put a side-by-side -side between the two of them, and they're the exact same thing. I mean, uh, this is, what gen is this going to be? Gen 8. 8. Yeah. Look, like, how many Pokemon do they have? 800 or something right now. Dumb-looking ones with shields in their faces. Yeah, I mean, the thing about Pokemon descriptions and their histories is pretty, like, on crack between the very first series and another fucking sandwich? <laughs> oh, he's saying that? how many McDoubles he can eat. Oh, this is great. <laughs> for, the, for those of you that missed the Flippin' Sweets uh, podcast, la podcast stream last night, uh, we wanted to know how many McDoubles you could comfortably eat in a sitting, and this is two? I had one before the stream because I was really hungry. Okay. <laughs> uh, and how many do you have in the chamber? I only have four. So. Ah, you quitter. Yeah. <laughs> um, shit, I lost my train of thought when he brought out that McDouble. <laughs> it just completely shattered it. Yeah, we're uh, talking about the uh, legendaries? And sword uh, and mouth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, the descriptions are really on crack. Like, they have... Uh, descriptions about how like Charizard of the Flame ever goes out and is fucking dead. Like the old school description for what a haunter and some of the ghost Pokemon are are like just kind of disturbing. There's that stupid pig one where they're like, if it ever stops hopping because the hopping pumps its heart, it's fucking dead. And it's like, oh well, it fainted, so I just fucking killed my Pokemon. Like, what's like, going there's, on? Here? There's so many better ways they could have done that character. Like, make his tail a fucking sword. There you go. It makes sense that it's attached to him. It's sharp. He can whip it around. Nope. We'll put it in his mouth. I just so don't like the fact that like this. it's another dog legendary. Like, they already had dog legendaries. Couldn't they come up with a different animal? Like, you couldn't make the shield like a turtle with a hard shell shield thing? Gotta have a giant face that can walk through doors. There's a picture of Bebop and Rocksteady in our, you know, little Discord chat that we're doing right now. <laughs> they could have just made them the legendaries. 
That would have been a day one purchase if Bebop and Rocksteady were the two legendaries. See, that would have gotten I, a pre-order. Can I catch a Baxter Stockman, though? No. No sale. So we got a release date, uh, which I didn't write down. November, November 15th? 15th? Yep. No, 12th. 12th. 12th? Yeah. 15th? 12th? 13th? Somewhere in, somewhere in the 12th to 15th region. Are we, uh, I mean, I know Max and mine, you're definitely buying Jeff. You going in? Of course I'm going in. The only, the only yeah, question is, am I getting both of them? They do have a combo pack that you can buy, but it but it costs the exact same amount of money if you oh. buy them separately. And you get a sweet ass cardboard sleeve with it. That's true. It said steel Ooh, book. This is true. Oh, is it a steel book? Yeah. It depends. If it's like one case that has both carts in it, I'll probably just buy them separately. Because they got to line up on your shelf, correct? Right. That will drive me crazy. Mm -hmm. Steve, I'm I'm assuming this is not enough to make you buy a switch. <laughs> no. I, I do I do think that this is probably gonna be my first Pokemon game in a long time. Um it has a lot to you do with the fact Let's Go. It, hey, I played I played a little bit of Let's Go. Okay. But uh, I don't consider that a, a Pokemon game. That's a phone game that happens to have Pokemon. I have four Pokemon games on my phone right now. Um dash and jump and some kind of other thing just add a verb to the end of pokemon and that's an app on on android but yeah i do think this is going to be this is enough to to get me to to hop in um, and it has like i said it has a lot to do with the fact that i spend most of my free time watching next play, play, pokemon. play pokemon so i might as well try it myself i do that well, every every sunday i'm like i'll pop in for like 15 minutes and i'm there for like two fucking hours and i'm yeah. like where the hell did my sunday go yeah i'm like I'm, it's lunchtime i'm gonna sit here and it's, you know instead of watching youtube videos i'll just pop into the next stream and then it's like my entire lunch hour is gone i'm like oh cool just to be succinct though the barrier for entry between your potential to get into it in mine is quite different since all of you have switches and i don't so your 60 dollar game becomes a 260 dollar game does your, does your kid well, really I mean, need shoes right now you uh you, you can add this to the pile of worthwhile switch games that you can only play on switch uh, that are all down. still 60 dollars <laughs> most of them are <laughs> if you don't know what you're doing they're 60 bucks but you can Which, buy the, I, uh, I don't know the tickets <laughs> you can buy two of them for 100 that makes them 50 dollars but not Pokemon. Sword and Shield are not part of that promotion yet. I'm sure they'll they add them to it. But uh, any closing remarks about the Pokemon Direct? I liked it. I was 50-50 on the game before today. Now I'm 100% sold. On... So if you were 50-50, were you Sword or Shield? Uh, <laughs> I, I guess. Well, <laughs> like, you really threw a there. That was a very nice pregnant pause on that. Yeah. Uh, that are listening on podcast or want to get that clip. Okay. That needs to just be on the YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was still going to get both, but now I actually want to play the game. Mine so. as the only other Pokemon super fan on the podcast right now. What do you think? I mean, it's got my attention, um, but I'm probably going to wait few days see um see some actual gameplay on youtube videos or whatever before i make that decision i hear you i guess i'll be watching it on game night now there you go Twitch. there you go if um, i had a switch i'd buy it for the co-op yeah so so that that's that's an interesting point so the, the the barrier is not that you're not interested in the game it's just that you just don't have the system and it's not enough to, uh, to make you buy a, a new system yeah i i'm not in the nintendo ecosystem and the the cost for getting into it and purchasing games is keeping me away because well, I, I will tell you I for, mean... a, for a steal of a price <laughs> nintendo sells a refurbished switch for 275 dollars <laughs> so Ooh. talk about value was yeah, i plus, wrong how much know, how much is a switch now 300 300 <laughs> oh well that sorry 360 instead of 260 I was no, there's gonna be a bundle but yeah it'll be 360 I'm, you know, we're, Steve we're is gonna, saving we're up for see that, a... that Apple stand, you know. Uh, actually, <laughs> uh, I want to make sure my wife's not listening. I spent a bunch of money on Magic cards that I probably could have bought a Nintendo Switch. Or so <laughs> that's yeah. an investment, though. Is it? Yeah, because that. Well, the <laughs> depends. Uh, I actually, you know, what? I'm gonna wait you... till Magic. Uh, write down in your thing how much because I calculated all of my cards, how much they're worth. 
I can Speaking tell you magic, one thing about Nintendo before you do this segue. God is that damn going to have not, a perfect segue and you cut me off. <laughs> you have to do the segue you. now. You have to do it. Speaking of magic, we've got some great magic news in the, uh, <laughs> in the internet news sphere this week. And Steve is just bursting at the goddamn seams to talk about it. There's a new show coming to, what, Netflix? We got card news. He spent a bunch of money. His kid's not going to college hey, anymore. Shut the so fuck up about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steve, take it away. Yeah. So, well, uh, in the more generic news, uh, the Netflix and the guys who made was it the Russo brothers. They made uh, the last superhero movie. What the fuck was it called? Endgame. Avengers Endgame. Yeah, they are partnering with Wizards of the Coast to make a 12-episode animated series, which there's also a bunch of buzz about like the animation studio. Uh, a lot of people are excited about it. I don't think I'm very excited about the show itself because um, I don't care for the new, the new age characters. I'm a fan of the old school magic story when it was like Urza, Yogmoth, and... Like the weather light and all that shit when it was everybody versus the Phyrexians for the most part and trying to figure out how to stop an apocalypse, which Steve ended with a set called the Apocalypse. You got that, the end directors doing this There's over 20 years crossover. ago. I am aware of that. At some point where you go back to the beginning. That's yeah. Well, I, you know, that was the end of high school where that wrapped up. Then all my friends that play Magic left. So I stopped paying attention to Magic until roughly now. And now it's like the Gatewatch has been out for the past 20 years, which is basically Power Rangers, the magic version. And I have no love for any of these characters. And the writing just isn't really that good either. So uh, every time I learn more about it, I'm like, this kind of blows. So I've been playing magic for 25 years and I had no idea that there was a story. Yeah, it, it's a hook for a certain group of people, which is what magic is about, though, is it's so fractured into different groups of people that is why it's so big. Like, there's a million different ways you can play magic that appeals to tons of different people. And now that it's even, like, an investment vehicle, there's plenty of people into magic who don't even play. They just mm -hmm. use it for speculation and making money. But um, I'm excited about... The idea that there's going to be an animated series because i think it's going to get more people into magic which is overall good for it i want to see magic continue and to have more people play it and breathe more life into it i think that's the vehicle that's going to do it so i'm excited about it in the same way i was excited about the epic store just as a challenger to steam to try to get steam to do different things which hasn't happened at all so i don't know maybe <laughs> uh maybe this is just going to really fucking suck and drive people I mean, away from magic somehow it's most likely going to go three seasons and get canceled because it's netflix but uh so if we get a whole bunch of new magic the gathering fans coming in do you think that new modern horizons is going to be the set that uh you should be introducing them to oh no definitely not yeah. modern horizons is a supplementary set so it doesn't you don't play it in what they would call standard which is like the last three to five sets or whatever and it costs double. <laughs> Instead of $100 a box, it's $200 a box. The cards are more powerful. They're worth more. And they're meant to be played in the modern setting, which is all of the magic cards from right now till about, was it, 15, 20 years ago. But not including the stuff from when it started to like 15 years to that point. So... It's like the, the middle group, which is where a lot of people play magic and... Um, they're they're doing a lot of interesting stuff. Uh, it's these sets are also built for the limited series, so it costs more, but it's more enjoyable to go play like a draft, which we're all familiar with, except mm -hmm. Jeff and Mayan. Um, so when you draft these cards, they're going to be really powerful and really fun to play. And uh, I wasn't really interested in it until I started seeing the cards. And then it got me just super excited about it because they brought back Slivers, which is an old school group that I really enjoyed. They made printings of some of the old characters that never had them before. So there is an Urza card. There is a Yogmoth card. There is a Sarah Angel, like the actual lady Sarah, not the Sarah Angel. And all of that got me super hyped. And I bought a box for 200 bucks. <laughs> which, uh, 
Yeah, and then I'm on the hook for another 60 because uh, not this Jeff, but our other friend Jeff. Uh, we're going to go Saturday and draft, and it's 30 bucks a person. Wow. Yeah, it's expensive. So this, it, historically, when they release sets like this, these are just like collections of older cards, right? Um, historically, I, that's what they've been, but this one I, is... I think this, one, this one's causing a little bit of a stink because they are making new cards that are going to go into the modern format right yeah away, they're they're which all... could potentially shake up the entire modern format yeah out of like 280 cards like 260 of them are have never been seen in modern before so there's a couple like old old school cards that they tried to reel in and bring into the modern they hadn't had a, a reprint but one of the things that i'm excited for is um there's some old school reserved list cards and reserved list means they're never going to reprint them. They've made an agreement with the people that they'll never do that. They're kind so of toy. I was going to say, so they're going to reprint those and completely they're, disregard the list. <laughs> they're, they're toying with bringing back how they function in a different way. So there is a really powerful card. That's a part of the power nine, the most nine, most powerful cards in magic called time twister. It's a blue card. For three mana, you get rid of... Everybody discards their hand, and you draw seven new cards. It's like you're starting over your whole new hand. Um, that card will never be reprinted, and it's many thousands of dollars. So in this set, there's a card that does the exact same thing for... I think it's like six mana, so you're never going to play it by itself. But it has flashback for the original cost of three. So if you can dump it into your graveyard, you now have a Time Twister, mm -hmm. which in the modern set, uh, your graveyard is always full. It's like half your deck is in your graveyard and half your deck is your hand. So they're like they're talking about bringing back parts of the Power Nine, but you know, putting a little twist onto it. So they're they're putting their toes in the water for reprinting super expensive cards. Cool, cool. And um, we talked about it a couple of podcasts ago, but they did. They were trying out a new mulligan rule, and it uh, looks like that's going to go into effect. Yeah, it's official now, starting in t Core Set 2020, which I think is the next up. Um, the London mulligan comes out, which did cause Not a little bit of a London stir. mulligan. Yeah, the London mulligan. It's so currently, we game. use the Vancouver mulligan which I don't know who the fuck named these things, but uh, that's like you draw your seven cards, and if you don't get what you need, you dump it, shuffle your deck, and you draw six cards, and you keep going and losing cards until you get something you can play with or you run out. And the Vancouver aspect of it is when you decide to stop and you're going to keep your hand, you can look at the top card, see if it's something you want, and either put it back or throw it on the bottom of your library. Um that was a better version of the old school way, which was you just keep dumping it until you are just going to lose. The London version is you draw seven. If you can't play with that hand, you dump all those cards. God damn it, Ryan, stop eating your sandwich. <laughs> he uh, called the hamburger sandwich for the record for post game. Yeah, I forgot what it was. Sorry. <laughs> then you draw seven again. And if you decide to keep it, you have to take, you get to choose one and throw it on the bottom. If you don't, you dump your whole hand, you draw seven. If you decide to keep that, then you dump two. For every time you mulligan, you have to discard more cards, but at least you can choose what they are. So you can sort of fix your hand to make sure you have your land or whatever. That was uh, contentious because in modern, there's a lot of decks that'll just end the game by turn two or three. And a lot of people are freaking out that you wouldn't be able to win anymore because the, your opponent's just going to keep mulliganing until they have their three cards they need to just beat the game in three turns. But the flip side to that is you get to do the same thing to find the answer to stop that. Mm -hmm. So it'd be interesting. Might have to watch a magic tournament for the first time in forever. They are Ever. actually, they're releasing the ability for LGSs and tournaments to use that mulligan rule right now. Um, it's just that everybody will have to use it with Corset mm -hmm. 2020. So I'm actually hoping when, when we go this Saturday, they let us do that because uh, I've been doing it when I play like online and 
uh, I, it's now like a habit for me. So when I play real people and you're not supposed to do that, I do it all the time and I fuck it up. <laughs> Did you open your appropriately priced cards yet? No. Um, That's half the fun, man. The, I'm saying you should do it on game night now. I'd watch that. So I've subscribed to the idea nowadays, especially, that booster packs are not meant to be opened just to check them out. They're meant to be played with. So the, if you have a box of booster packs, you're supposed to do a draft and you need to get some people together to do that. Otherwise, you're just kind of you're not wasting the money, but you're not getting the enjoyment out of what you should be doing with those packs. So I really, really do want to open them and get some cards out because I want to put them in decks and play with them. But I don't want to just crack the packs. I want to do something with them. So we canceled our last game night. And uh, I think I can appeal to the people who want to, or it, the people in our group that actually play Magic, because I only need six of them to get together to play Modern Horizons, because mostly nobody's going to do that. It's, it's 30 bucks to play, and I will let everybody play for free and have a great experience doing You're it. You're so, so gracious. Yeah. It's expensive. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, the farther you get closer to July and into July, uh, the busier I get, so... Yeah, I'm I, sorry, I, Max, but just what which what number sandwich is this now? Four. He only has four. Jesus. Because he's a quitter and didn't buy ten or twelve <laughs> like he said he was going to. If if somebody uh, DMs me, I'll send you his address to uh, send more burgers to him. That burger has an appalling lack of ramen on it, <laughs> and it's cooked thoroughly and properly. Yeah, there's actually a lot of uh, congealed cheese on the side. Oh, this nice. is not the last one. Cheese. That's the that's the best one. So the only I, thing better than a hot McDouble. It's uh, it's an hour and a half uh, old, so you know. The That's last gross. last bit about magic that I want to say before we move on from it is, uh, I am slowly, slowly sinking time. Ah, what happens? We're having some technical difficulties. Hey, Technoholic just sung, but I lost my picture. What happened to my picture? What happened to the picture, guys? Whoa! What did we you all do? disappear. I didn't push a single we, button. We got a yeah, sub and broke everything. I, I didn't do anything. I in front of your Pepsi <laughs> bottle and everything got destroyed. <laughs> the soda so, broke the stream. So I have... Technoholic, thanks for the sub. I have a cat deck, which I love because I love cats. And Wait. I put my, my cat's picture on it. Makes sense. Yes. And uh, a cat Story tribal can never get anywhere in, in real modern, but for the people like me who would just play for fun and have weird decks, it will be fairly competitive once I'm done building it. I'm hoping that the cards that I bought to replace some of these shitty ones will get here in time, because pretty sure I'm going to get to play some people on uh, Saturday before our draft game. So uh, I'm hoping my Toby deck does real well. Good stuff, man. What's Exciting called modern news horizons. in the world of magic. I, I'm, I'm excited. You're excited about it. Yeah, I've yeah. never seen this much like enthusiasm out of you before. Well, I, I spent a lot of money on it, so it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. She's right upstairs. I know. I know she's not a fan of game right now, but she can still hear you. Come here, kitty. So the cowards over at Google uh, are cowards. Having, they're having their press conference tomorrow, so that we cannot critique what they did, and we'll probably forget about it by next Wednesday. But we are finding out some shit about Stadia. And uh, I just thought maybe we could talk about maybe what we think we're going to see. Uh, they said that we're going to see a release date and a price. Uh, it's getting Destiny 2. Yeah, that was leaked. So that's all. Yay. That's all. That's that's what we got. Uh, I think the pro everyone is, is saying that this is going to be like a subscription service where you pay and so. you get access to a bunch of stuff. I don't think it's going to be that. If I think you're buying... A game you don't technically own anything to for as long as Google feels like continuing the service. I think that's a that's a big misstep by them. I think it almost has to be a, a sub model. I want to see this more like Voodoo is to a Blu-ray, where every time you buy a movie, you have a little code in it and you get a copy of it on Voodoo. I think that maybe for $10, in addition to buying a game, you can tag on Google Stadia. Because I don't think Google Stadia is going to be the primary way you want to play any video game, at least not in its current. See, that's something I hadn't considered, is if, like, 
a throw in they give you a code for a google stadia version mm -hmm. and it's ad supported but you can play it anywhere so you're not just stuck to your console at home uh it could have maybe a cloud saving from like the ps4 the xbox one pc to whatever you're playing at see exactly. that would get me that would get me excited exactly because i mean just this knowing that destiny is coming over and having the the cross save come with you i don't think that you're going to want to do an enormous raid but you could totally grind on google stadia if that's all you're oh, trying yeah. to do is just grind and, and your exact button inputs don't really matter all that much so uh, as a standalone video game console i don't think stadia is good stadia is going to succeed but if paired up with I me mean, maybe if they get get tied in with valve or epic and start you know adding an additional ten dollars or something of that nature and you could play on stadia i think that this could really succeed um yeah that's um that's a wrinkle i hadn't thought about and if that is how they're doing it as like a base subscription plus yeah i, can, uh, I mean i can see that too i can see them saying both uh, where you can buy for $10 a month, you can get access to Stadia Prime or whatever the hell they want to call it, and they curate a list of a bunch of games that they are constantly rotating in and out. But I, I would rather see this be paired up with games that I currently already own. Yeah, I, I do think um, that would get me to stop being so pessimistic about it. There you go. Get on board. Anybody else have anything to say about it, or you just want me to talk some more? <clears throat> All you. Uh, I'm sorry, I was in chat listening to people talk about magic, and I was totally not paying any attention. Don't worry about it. So the, like, date, like the Max, date is the only... If, uh, go ahead. If you had the ability to play modern games that aren't Pokemon Let's Go just through a streaming service, that wouldn't appeal to you? Um, uh, To stream them or just to play them? I would imagine you'd be able to stream them, but yeah, play well, stream. I'm whatever. saying like then you have to consider your internet and your computer and everything. To uh, but your know. internet is currently better than your computer, so. <laughs> I mean, if his if, computer's only being bottlenecked by his graphics card right if now. If my he setup has, was he has good brand enough, new RAM and he has brand new. We crashed when he picked up a fucking diet Pepsi. <laughs> yeah, look, Jeff. Like any other game would require him to actually do something other than pressing the A button over and over, yeah, or yeah. like staring at I the mean, screen. That does sound expression. like a lot of work, Ryan. I, I don't know if I would. Uh... But you're not tethered to buying like a two thousand dollar computer to play the latest and greatest. Ten bucks a month gets you these games. That doesn't appeal. I mean, I it's would not gonna be ten bucks a month. I would prefer online games over, or like digital downloads or online games, as opposed to, uh, you know, going to GameStop and purchasing a sixty dollars game. That aspect, yes, would, would uh, appeal to me. Well, see, as as a streaming GameStop service, like like Netflix, we're talking about like a, a service like Netflix where you can play mm -hmm. any game you want. Mm -hmm. Any game you want, anywhere be, you have yeah. access to the internet. I'd be okay with that. Do you lose like your save if you don't? It's all cloud-based. No, you can. If I should have brought over or given you my login for uh, the the trial, the beta trial, because you literally just close the browser out, and then when you open the browser back up again, you're just right exactly where you left off playing. Like yeah, there's no, no I have save no state. There's no that. nothing. I mean, you just your your game is constantly running. It don't seems like a very solid idea to me. Stadia seems like VR seems to me, or did. Uh, I'm excited by the premise, but I'm not excited enough to do anything about it until the future rolls on a bit more and I can see what it evolves into. Like, I still like the idea of VR, but they never did enough to it to hook as many people. You have to actually go play a physical VR setup to understand what's great about VR. It's not yeah. something I can just say, like, Oh no! You you look at your hands and there's a friggin' golf club in your hands. It's you have to actually experience. Yeah, this. I know. We we talked about that before, where people have said the worst part about trying to like sell it or advertise for it is it's a different type of experience, and you can't tell somebody what an experience is like. You just have mm -hmm. to have them do it. So, and I don't feel like it's gained enough momentum as the like person-to-person, word-of-mouth, I know a guy who knows a guy who has this, let's go check it out. So people haven't been picking it up, and when it's not being picked up, then there's no, like, killer app for it. There's no game you have to own to play that. I feel like Beat, Beat Saber's be become that game. Beat and... Saber is worth it for the investment alone. 
I can honestly and say that. The, the, I think... uh, the quest that just came out is is the solution. I mean, it's not as good as everything else, but having a inside-out tracking, no wires headset that you can just plop on your head and not have to worry about setting anything up, I uh, think is what is going to be needed to really make this mainstream. Uh, we don't know a cost yet, uh, Technoholic. Uh, there, people over Google are cowards and purposely held their <laughs> conference out till tomorrow, so I couldn't shit talk it. We'll we'll, uh, uh, we'll try to remember to shit talk it next week. The, the cost is going to be fifteen dollars a gigabyte because that's what Verizon charges me every well, time. Well, we don't even want to. I mean, we could spend this entire the entire rest of the show talking about how data caps are going to completely kill this in service before it even has a chance to breathe. But um, let's just assume that there's not any. Does anybody care to take a wild speculation on what date they're going to release for this? Uh, April twenty first. That's a long time to wait for this. What is September? Because it's probably going to launch around the the kickoff of... I was a day off. September 10th. It's a Tuesday. I'm just going to um, aim for November so they can make it a Christmas present. I think it will start at the, like, the beginning of that holiday hype cycle where they start la- launching these games. Like, uh, Tomb Raiders get released early or Assassin's Creed get released early. Like December 12th when Pokemon's coming out? Or excuse me, November fifteenth. November twelfth. Wait, when when is the ideal time? It literally says the fifteenth on the, the commercial. November twelfth. It depends. <laughs> it depends on what game you are. Like if you're uh, Shenmue three and you just bumped yourself into oh, yeah. like busy ass November, you're getting you're gone. Yeah, that that didn't make the docket, but uh, yeah, they got Wait. they de- they delayed Shenmue into right into the heart of Madden and Call of Duty and all the other shit. It's gonna get completely buried. I'm gonna say February. 15th, no, no, it's coming out early. Nothing's next going year. on in that. <laughs> Nothing goes on in February. We're probably going to see Last of Us Part Two in February, but I digress. Yep. Uh, I, I really wanted to see, and it's available now. But the fact that they really want you to go out and buy that controller, um, I don't think they're going to release it before the controller's out. So I like your September date. I think that's probably a pretty safe assumption. It'll probably go alongside with like, like a Call of Duty launch or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or that'll be the big game they announce. You can play on it. They said Base uh, Cadet they, 2019. They, the leak is that the big game they're they're going to launch with is that uh, the new Ubisoft uh, Wildlands clone. We don't have any Wildlands fans in this room, so <laughs> but it's not a clone. It's the sequel or whatever the hell they're calling it. And uh, 55 minutes. I brought it up this time. <laughs> that guy over there. Yeah. All right. So that's a good enough of a Stadia talk. Let's. Uh, we got two other things we got to burn through here quick. Ooh. I'm excited for this one. E3 predictions. Uh, I thought this was going to eat up a lot more time, but we talked about a lot of other things, and uh, we don't have a lot of time. So here's the game. I want you to give me one thing that you think is going to happen, one thing that you wish would happen, and throw an outlandish claim my way. Uh, it could be anything that happens at E3. Um, does anybody want to go? Anybody want to go before Jeff? Because Jeff, I know, prepared for this. I want to go first. Steve. All right. Uh, what was the first one? What uh, I what, think is what going do to you be there? think? What do you think is going to be there? Nothing. <laughs> what do you what do I, want? What do you want? Ideally, Vampire want, Two gameplay. No, <laughs> I want all of the developers and fucking uh, game companies to stop doing their own events and come back to E3 because I don't like this fractured thing that every six weeks. Uh, a developer has Steve, their own E3. We run a podcast. This helps us I know. tremendously. <laughs> but ain't nobody got time for that. I like the old days when E3 was like when you can what, just fire Comic-Con? up G4 and just just burn through it all day. Yeah, it was like old school Comic Con. Like yeah. all the trailers were done then, and everything cool just happened. And for like a week afterwards, every all of the news would be out, and it was cool to watch. And that's what old school E3 was. And then what was it like? The first people to break off were Sony or Xbox. And like, you know what? We're not going to do E3. We're going to do our own show. And then everybody left and everybody does their own show. And now it's to the point where it's like the stupid indie places don't even go there anymore. So I don't think anybody's there. Uh, there's, still, there's still quite a few there's a bunch shows. There, yeah. there's, still, yeah. there's still plenty. But, but they don't, uh, th- they don't show some... the good stuff. Show, right? Throw something outlandish at me. What, what, uh, what's something over the top? What do I think is going to happen? Not, not what you think. Just something crazy. Just say something crazy that might happen. 
uh, they're just gonna cancel E3 and they're just gonna make it an indie only show. Uh, Very every good. every major developer has to have their own show. Now they're indies only. And they Next. have to sell their games on Steam. Ooh, you yeah. know what? Only gonna and, be about Super Meat Boy. And every game shown has to be available right now, just like Fallout. Uh, what was it? Oh, Nintendo's Fallout definitely Fallout? gonna drop something. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I, I would imagine. I'm thinking that uh, Mario Kart Dash is gonna be there. It's available now. I wish yeah, more games cool. and game companies did releases like that. Like you don't hear anything about it, and then they come out tell you how awesome this game is gonna be, and when they're done, they're like, "And you can download." Well, if you would have stopped listening to me like five minutes ago, like Tetris that was ninety nine. Been... Enough said. They announced that was, that was a good it. It released drop. the same hour, basically. Yeah. I love Next, that you got. Uh, can you can you participate in this conversation? Have you made any thought um, towards any of this? Smash DLC, probably okay. gonna happen. That's the, a good safe. That's a good safe like assumption. Eight minutes of Smash DLC. Um, <laughs> what do you want? What do you want to see? More Pokemon news. More Pokemon and Outlandish. A new Pokemon game. Very good. <laughs> It's Mine, so outlandish you, that it's not going to happen. Can you play our can you play our game? I can. I can. I'm actually gonna combine the last two though. Okay, that's good. Outlandish want. But uh what I do think is gonna happen is I think we're gonna get a solidified release date for the Final Fantasy VII remake. You're gonna get a demo day of as well, I believe. Yeah, I think we're gonna at least get that. Um as for what I want and what would be completely outlandish would be the orange box two. Yeah, that would be wild. Valve's got to be working on something. Ah, shit. I should have said half They're, they're making auto chess. They stole those people's idea for Dota auto chess. Now they're making their own. You, you don't know what auto chess is. It's fine. Jeff. <laughs> so I had Final Fantasy Remake demo releases written down, but mine beat me to that. I think we're going <laughs> to get job, a, a November yes. 19th release date for Cyberpunk 2077. This year. I think they're gonna fucking blow that out and just wow. nobody's excited about E3, and I think that'll just blow it away. They have there is no I don't think there's a, a an on floor playable demo of that. Does that change your there's opinion? a there's a behind the scenes playable demo. Yeah, but they're not letting um, like the the randos play it. No, I think we'll get a new updated trailer with a uh, release date right in that right before holiday or Thanksgiving season kicks off or whatever Thanksgiving season. What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> Right before you spend all your money for Thanksgiving and Black Friday. Um, Jeff, is that going to be an instant buy for you? Oh, absolutely. Perfect charge, too. Um, I want a new Advance Wars game announcement since they will be wrapping up the Fire Emblem launch for Three Houses. Uh, and the two outlandish things I have, and it just occurred to me that like all the things I want them to do are racing game related. I want a new Diddy Kong Racing. That would be sweet. What 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 platform would that come out on? Nintendo Switch. They own all the characters. No, they don't. They, they own all they the own good one, characters. They own one character. Diddy, Diddy Kong you're Racing. You have Donkey Kong, or you merge Donkey them Kong all wasn't together. in Diddy Kong Racing, but Banjo is owned by Diddy all the Kong rest of the Diddy Kong too. Racing characters are owned by by Rare. Are are Nintendo and Microsoft not friends now? They are. I think it's going to come a out on dual, both. Uh, that would be yeah, pretty, I think if it comes out, it comes out on both. That'd be pretty flippin' sweet if you ask me. <laughs> uh, the other thing wow. I want, the other thing I would like to see is them to do something with one of their two ignored properties, and that's either F-Zero or let's get a new wave race. I want a new wave race. A $20 wave race would be an instant buy. A $20, wave, $20 wave race, like eShop game, would be perfect. Mm, yeah. about Wipeout? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Or I think they'll find they'll definitely announce Super Nintendo games coming to the online service, and I'd like to see them say there's a select few games for GameCube coming to the Switch, like uh, Sunshine and maybe to buy, to buy for full to buy at like thirty or forty dollars. Right? They'll Not be thirty five ninety nine, and they'll be people will be pissed off but super excited to have them until they remember Nintendo can't do uh, C stick controls to save their life. <laughs> Mine are yeah. eating chips. I was doing an unboxing <laughs> with no camera. This is the Sounds worst good. unboxing video ever. <laughs> yeah. All right, so i i had i had um, I had the, the seven release date. Luckily, I went last because I wrote a whole bunch of shit down. So the seven release date, I agreed with. Um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna list all my shit because I feel like it. I took the time to write it. Fair so enough. 
Nintendo, what I think is going to be there is a new character for Smash. I think it's going to be Sub Zero. Um, my one is a reach, Nint- if you ask me. Nintendo 64 remake starts to trickle their way on the Switch in the same vein as uh, as you're saying with the GameCube. I want to see like Star Fox 64 released, re released on the Switch. They've already ported those on 3DS, so I think they could just kind of up-res those. And then my crazy prediction for Nintendo is. Uh, Project X Cloud, which is Microsoft streaming service, I think it's going to be released on Nintendo Switch. Uh, now, at Microsoft, I think the Fable leak is real. I want that, that, a perfect. I want part Perfect Dark two, and I want it to be free. I want it to be just included, like a Tetris ninety nine style, included with Xbox Live. And my crazy prediction is that Microsoft is going to buy Valve for three million dollars. $3 billion. I can buy it for $3 million. <laughs> you have $3 million? Just uh, I'm going to I'm gonna need to leech a few more dollars out of the business account if you have $3 million <laughs> laying around. Uh, but, Bethesda, I think Fallout 76 is going free to play. I want a Dishonored 1 and 2 remaster for the Switch. And I think that they're going to, sh- or I think the cra- my crazy prediction is that Elder, Scra- Elder Scrolls, Scrolls Blades will get shut down and they admit it was a bad idea. They're never going to do that, but it's crazy. Do they, do they show a trailer for uh, Morrowind 6? No, they've already said they're not going to. They're not. Somebody's more plugged in than I am. All right. Yeah, they said that um, <laughs> Starfield year. or and Starfield's coming out first, and uh, that's not going to be there. And then after that is, is Elder Scrolls 6, and neither one of them are going to be at the show. And then finally, Square. I said the release date for 7. Uh, I want Final Fantasy 11 Mobile to finally come out. And uh, I think that my crazy prediction is that Avengers is going to be in the same uh, universe as Spider-Man for the PlayStation. Um, PlayStation's uh, Spider-Man is going to go to all the other consoles. This is going to start a video game universe with all of the video game Marvel characters. Oof. I like sorry, everything sorry, you that was, said. Sorry, that was fast because, uh, you know, I just wanted I wrote a lot down. I wanted to read it. Any closing remarks? A, any any other quick, ridiculous E3 predictions you want to uh, throw out Forbes here? Forbes valued Valve at $3 billion in 2012. Uh, they probably they'd went be, down in value, right? I feel like they'd be that, selling low. Yeah, I mean, Portal shit. 2 wasn't that good. So, I mean, Artifact was really bad. That had to have knocked them down at least a billion. Actually, I get to tie that into Magic again because that's funny. Uh, and that's all the time we have for today. <laughs> well, there is recent... long. There's recently a uh, article from Richard Garfield, creator of Magic, because he worked on artifacts and he basically had to justify why his game just like totally bombed, and he blamed it all on like the the way you get cards and the microtransactions. Oh yeah, uh, that completely. It cost it. money. Yeah. That's the reason why yeah. it bombed. Yeah, they their structure was just dog shit. Like I. I was semi-interested in that game until I found out that not only did you have to pay just for the game, you don't actually get anything. You have to then pay for packs. That would be like, I walk into the, the store to play Magic on Saturday, and they're like, you need to pay a cover just to get in the building, then to pay to play your game. Like, you don't, you can't ask people to pay twice. That doesn't make any sense. That, I mean, that's... The, the game was doomed as soon as they went with that business model. It, didn't, it could have been the best card game ever. And Next, uh, I'm not in the bathroom, buddy. Okay. He's peeing on the couch. Uh, I'm yeah. just double-checking. I heard a door shut, so I, I thought um, it was 50-50. I do want an update on that Gears of War XCOM game they mentioned last year. Uh, I thought you were going to say you wanted an update on the Gears of War pop game. That they, no. no they I want the, the Gears of War XCOM kind of crossover game. That's right up my alley. Uh, go Microsoft... The, uh, the post. Microsoft is going to have a lot to show. They said they're going to have post show, a lot more. All right, so Genesis for the we have one more. We have one more topic we got to get through, and what? this is this get this gets clipped out into its own segment. We have to do it because so don't fuck oh, around. Oh yeah, the Sega. I forgot needs, about it. It needs to happen. <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is part three of our Sega draft. They finally released the last twelve games that are going to appear on the Sega Genesis Mini. They are. Wonder Boy, actually, that one's already. Tetris, Darius, Road Rash 2, Strider, Ooh. Virtua Fighter 2, Alyssa Dragoon, Dragon, Kid Chameleon, Monster World 4, Eternal Champions, Columns, Dynamite Heady, and Light Crusader. 
going to our uh, our little list, which I closed out like a jackass, even though this is the only part of the stream that gets any views on YouTube. Talk Hi, YouTube yourselves. people. Jackass. Welcome to our humble channel. <laughs> that the uh, It's nice that the worst game in this collection is Columns, and it's still a fun game. They, yeah, they went opposite PlayStation Classic on this. They crushed it. So Jeff, we... since, since you're the only other person who plays Dark Souls, just a quick question for you. They said that series is done as they move on to other things, and they just made their... Aren't they the ones that made that Shadows Die Twice? Sek Sekiro. Yeah, this Sekiro. has absolutely nothing yeah. to do what with what do you what mean you're right the only one that plays yeah, Dark Souls? Yeah, mine plays it too. I don't even play right. Dark Souls, but keep so, it on. So how, how fast... Y'all are going to make me You're all gonna make me edit out a whole conversation. In the you're going to have to restart it, yes. man. Yeah. How fast do you think they would drop that statement that they'll uh, not make another Dark Souls once their new games stop selling? Pretty quick. Um, they're a game developer. Game developers like making money, and video games make money. So, yeah, pretty quick. I mean, they, are, they can be stubborn about it. Like, Valve is never going to make uh, a... Uh, Half-Life 3. It's never going to happen. You'll never Not see until it. Gabe R.R. Newell gets off the goddamn throne. Yeah. It, so it, then, you know what? Microsoft, buy Valve. It's pointless, though, because at this point, they'll never make a game anybody's going to be happy with. It. Mm -mm. it could be perfect, and people would still complain. So there's no point in making it. This is never going to happen. So this is part three of our Sega draft. They finally released the last there 12 games that's going to be on the Sega Genesis Mini. They are Tetris, Darius, Road Rash 3, Strider, Virtua Fighter 2, Alyssa Dragoon, Kid Chameleon, Monster World 4, Eternal Champions, Columns, Dynamite Heady, and Late Crusader. Oh, what a list. It's pretty what good. I mean, this is, this is the anti-PlayStation classic because it's pretty much all fire. It's a good line. I like that. So we drafted this through, and we as a team got... Ten and a half correct picks out of forty. No, hold on. We got one. We, we got, got more than the, that. We got, got more than that. That was game. bad. That was bad. We got fourteen, fifteen, fifteen and a and a half. You got the franchise, picks. but not the game. You got a half point. Oh, right. uh, we, we're still doing halves. Okay. Yeah. Max, you uh, you came in at the end. You finally got on the scoreboard. <laughs> uh, Virtual Fighter Two was your was your whole point, and you got a half a point because you picked the first Road Rash, not Road Rash Two. Didn't I pick Tetris? Or did somebody else pick that? Tetris. Nobody, nobody picked Tetris. Nobody picked Tetris. A Japanese arcade port, and there's only like six copies in existence that we yeah. know about. Yeah. So that they threw it in there was kind of a kind of a big surprise. Yeah, I forgot. or actually didn't know that Marble Madness was on the Genesis because uh, I owned that for the Nintendo, and I thought it was a Nintendo property because I'd never seen it on anything else. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize. And he when next picked that, I didn't realize it was over there either. Steve, you had four. Sonic Spinball, Kid Chameleon, Fantasy Star 4, and Super Fantasy Zone. That's a Super, solid, uh, solid Super Fantasy Zone was like a far out that there. Was a bit of that was your yeah. last pick. That was that was my fantasy pick of like, I want to see that on there, but it definitely won't make it. And when I saw that, I was like, fuck y'all, I still win. Because that was, <laughs> that was the, I should get bonus points for that shit. I think uh, I think you got robbed with Zombies Ate My Neighbor. There must be some kind of licensing issue that, that that game deserves to be on this collection. Yeah, that's a good game. I had five. Streets of Rage 2, Earthworm Jim, Vector Man, Wonder Boy in Monster World, and Alex Kidd in the Enchanted Castle. And drumroll, Jeff, you had four. Yep, we Came tried. right in behind. Yeah, right. Yeah, I can't do numbers. We're good. Yeah. Ghouls and Ghosts, Strider, Golden Axe, and Castle of Illusion, starring Mickey Mouse, which I did not think there was any chance in hell they were going to yeah. pull that license. Yeah, I went licensed and it made it in there. Yeah. Wait, I think. So what was the score? One and a half? Four. One and a half, four, five, four. Okay. So Jeff and I tied. Yes. yes. But uh, you guys tied for a second. Watch Mojo got first place over there. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> The, I think the, the moral of this is the Sega was really known for sports games, and I think that's the only thing they're light on. Um, I guess they're, that would, that's all licensing. Is, is you the realize how why. much of a licensing nightmare it would be to go get the NFLPA 93 to get yeah. their rosters oh, for Joe Montana Sports Talk Football? Well, there, there were League hockey? Of, Come on. Yeah, they're, they're the Mutant League games. There were a bunch of the ones that only had the rights to one player, and the rest of the teams were made up. <laughs> did any any electronic arts game? Eh, Road Rash, I guess. Yeah, they could have got beaten like hockey. Yeah, all the what? old stuff gets real complicated with what you can and can't do. 
all in all, I think it's a pretty solid lineup, and you know what I, it was, I'm uh, not really a Sega kid, and I think I might actually buy this. The Puck Sucker Pukes probably wouldn't uh, license their likeness <laughs> for it. Probably. Those jerks. Any closing remarks on uh, the Sega Genesis Mini? If I didn't have them already in like 17 different forms, I'd probably get it. You're still going to buy it. No, no, I'm not going to buy it. What's the price at? I... Uh, 80, 80, I think. What's Although in the... Japan, you can order a uh, mini Sega CD and a mini 32X to kind of make it a medium Sega Classic. It's can... purely just plastic. Are they going to have DLCs where no. you have to go and buy like a Sega CD that attaches to the side of it and a Sega 32X that jams in the top of it? Can I just Did say, you when literally they... just hear what he said? He just no. said that. I was petting when, the cat. It wasn't paying any attention. When they first released the uh, NES Classic, I thought it would have been cool if they made mini NES cards that are like a micro SD card that you could plug some more games into it in. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you know how Nintendo likes to just like. I'm sure. I'm sure they thought. Thing. I'm sure they do thought. It. Oh, this we can't do that. They'll hack it then. Well, <laughs> yeah. jokes on them. But like, you couldn't picture mini NES boxes in That'd like Target awesome. and Walmart. That'd be fucking sweet. The thing uh, is, if they released a like little tiny Nintendo system, and then actually sold the little tiny games on like mm-hmm. little five dollar things, yeah. I would buy the shit out of all those. Yeah, do like a five ten game collection for ten fifteen bucks. No, one game per. Just stick yeah, it in one there. Game per. Yeah, man. Lose these. You Hell, know you put, put it, it in a gumball machine. You could put like a dollar in, and and it comes out. It'd make yeah, a billion. A claw dollars. machine. You have to spend twenty dollars just to get one. No, make I almost it extra, want a thing in a claw machine yesterday. Make it extra addictive and do those blind boxes where there's like three random games and you have to buy like 40 of these things and you're going to have like seven Dude. copies of Zelda. But we, we're, you we're can make, get Zelda in like so a much, gold cart. So much money for Nintendo. But that's all the time we have this week. Uh, if you liked what you saw and you care to stop back next week, same time, 8 o'clock Eastern time, twitch.tv slash game night now. Uh, the second video will be over on YouTube. Um, and the whole recording of the podcast will be on every podcast service known to man. Jeff, they can catch you streaming Tuesdays and Fridays on Twitch.tv. this week, it's Saturday and Sunday, doing an extra stream again this week. Twitch.tv slash Sweet. He very well might have his affiliation by then, so go overhead and drop a couple bits on him. He sure would appreciate that. I just got the notification. Mex, you stream Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 1 p.m. I'm going to get good at this. 1 p.m. and Saturday, Sunday, 10 a.m. right here on twitch.tv slash game right now. Steve, got anything you want to plug? No. Mayan? <laughs> G Fuel. Get your, get your G Fuel. Stamps.com. We'll see you next week. <laughs>